Offscript with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. Hey everybody, this is A Train and Super E, and this is Offscript with Super E. How you doing over there, Super E? Doing pretty good. Hanging in there. Good, 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 good. Well, hey, listen, we got a message from one of our listeners. They uh, they love to hear us laugh and think we're so funny, but <laughs> they want to hear some uh, darker, more gruesome um, stories of our time on the police department. Um and, you know, okay, we're going to do what the listeners say. Isn't that right? And so most of our listeners are psychopaths? Yes. Okay. That's exactly right. That's exactly okay. right. Okay. A cold-blooded psychopath. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you got, when, you got something in mind? Oh, I just real quick. I remember when I hit the street um, and at the beginning of 85, you know, me and you come from the same BG community and, you know, it was pretty sheltered. Yes. Yeah, it, it was sheltered. You know, it was like it was like growing up in a, a super busy Mayberry. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, yeah. When I when I hit the streets, you know, it, it was like I didn't know what, I didn't know what to expect, and I'm in the right up in the hood, and I'll I'll never forget this because you know they always said you, you'll be tested with something, and you got to just keep your feelings in and all this stuff. Yeah. Real quick, I remember. I got a call of uh, an accident okay. and motorcycle involved. I race up there, a whole crowd of people around, and um, I see a motorcycle laying on the ground, and I see a, a car that had craned off and had damage to the front end because what happened, the motorcyclist was heading eastbound on this main street, and this person just didn't pay attention pulled it just hit him t-boned this poor motorcycle guy threw him way up in the air and uh, I, I see the motorcyclist and then i look i see him he's screaming in agony i look over about 10 feet away is his ankle and foot Ooh, and i'm yeah. like oh my god you know yeah norm okay remember i'm 23 years old yeah i've never seen it i'm like oh my god and then there was the tendon yeah from his broken ankle to his foot was about eight feet long and i'm and everybody's screaming oh, Gonzalez, look at his foot. Yeah. and i was and i'm just holding the guy's hand because i don't want to look but i can't take my eyes off it yeah but i gotta comfort this guy because he's screaming in pain he's screaming help me help me you know i don't have any morphine that i could yeah inject into him immediately so all i'm doing is holding his hand and not letting him look at his foot 10 feet away right. and just saying, dude, ambulance could be here. And I'm just doing my best to comfort him, talk to him and keep him from going in shock. And that was like, holy shit, this is real out here. You know, you go through the Academy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and that was just, that was just the eye opener because then not too long after that, I get a run of 
Uh, George 82, take a very suspicious claim of possible suicide in progress by an unknown caller. And I'm like, what the fuck is this mean? Yeah. And so I head to the house and uh, fire department, they're pulling up behind me because they came out on a lot of runs. And all of a sudden I'm like, man, I smell kind of a gas leak smell. And then the fire department, they, they come out and, you know, they're sniffers, gas leak! And they got hatchets. And they're getting ready to hit the pipes, you know, uh, start blasting things with axes. Yeah. And I'm like, hold on, guys, hold on. So I just said, it was like, fuck it. I kick in that door because I know something's going on in there. And I kick in the door because nobody, I announced myself, emergency, I'm going in. I kick the door in and the smell is overwhelming. Right. And so the house is dark. There's nobody in there. And I start going toward the smells getting worse at the end of the house. In the dark, I got my flashlight. I stumble upon something. I don't know what it is. It is big, grayish, white. It looks like it looks like a washed-up sea manatee. Mm-hmm. That is bloated, bloated, bloated from a whole diet of White Castles or something. Yeah. I mean, it is just full. Right. Well, it's not a manatee. It's a human being. Yeah. And the smell was awful. And I immediately get on the radio because, you know, we had radios on our shoulders, a little mic. And I said, Control, I've got a dead body here. Start homicide immediately. And you couldn't tell it was a human being. I mean, it it was ready to explode. Yes. And so then the smell is overwhelming me as my first DOA that I ever had. Because I hadn't been on very long. The smell is overwhelming me. And I'm thinking, I need to get out of here right now. I need fresh air. I turn around and who do I see? But old, big old Tark Tice, he was backing me up. He's standing there, filling up the doorway. With his big head. With his huge head, and I can't get out. I'm trying to get around him. And he, he gets on the radio, and, he's doing, and he was Mr. Monotone Voice. His, his number was George 91, but he would always key in too early. And I mean, you'd hear it was uncontrolled. And he's there, uncontrolled, blah, 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 useless information. I'm going to keep Super E standing here. <laughs> smelling this shit forever i had to physically move him out of the way yeah and then i go outside and the smells on me so bad that as i walk outside of course it's three in the morning but everybody's you know from in that neighborhood's out and when i walk out and they want to know what's going on they could smell the smell on me like oh god yeah and uh it was it was just horrible so what we found out was some dude Killed his killed his soon to be ex girlfriend. Let's say in the beginning of July, and this was in the end of August. Okay, killed her, left her there on the floor, and was coming back once a week and having sex with the corpse. Oh no! And oh. I guess what he did was he go, he goes there and he then goes uh. into whatever hospital and goes. I think I killed my girlfriend about a month and a half ago. <sighs> And so that's where we got the call from, was the psych ward of the hospital. And so me and the homicide guy, he had me go with him. And he was an old crusty homicide vet. He goes down there, and they're, and they're being real evasive. 
They're like, uh, no, we can't give you any information. But the information we're not giving you won't hurt your investigation. Well, you're not telling us who called, and we know that who called is the one who did it, blah, blah, blah. So who did it? Uh, we can't. Oh, you're talking about the folks at the hospital. Yes. Okay, in the psych ward. Okay. Yes. So they, yeah. they couldn't release that information. They, 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 okay. they, they were kind of dummying up. But the homicide investigator goes, oh, are you guys on the third shift? And they go, yeah. What time do you guys get off work today? <laughs> 7 a.m. It's after working 12 hours. And they're like, yeah, you're real tired. Yeah. Well, guess what? I'm ordering you into my office as soon as you got to work tomorrow. <laughs> and they're like, what information do you need? <laughs> We want to know what happened. And boom, they gave him all the information. This dude came in, said he killed her. Um, he's crazy and had sex with her body. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. Is, okay, yeah. listener, is that gruesome enough for you? Yeah, yeah. God dang. You know. Yeah, now, Jack the Ripper's out there. <laughs> so I never had it happen to me. I've had bloaters before, but I've heard stories where you know, when the coroner goes to take the, the body away, occasionally they'll pop. Oh, my God. And that's a real mess. Oh, God. Yes, yes, I, I can imagine. And then another, now this was, this was like heartbreakingly gruesome. Now I'm in like district level narcotics advice. And I'm working with the Jim and Jim guys, the old crusties bastards. Right. And this is, we're working on a Sunday morning, and it's like this time of year. It's a beautiful Sunday morning. And we're getting ready to do, I'm going to go make a pie around this area. Um, it is a Shelby and Raymond area. And it's got a busy intersection, and it's got a store where people shop. So... I'm going to make a buy in that area. Well, they're, they're set up for surveillance. Then we're on this channel two, just like Adam 12. Go to, cha go, go to channel two. Go to channel two. Reed Malloy. So we're on channel two, and I hear him talking. Hey, we're getting set up. We're set up. I'm over here. I'm over here. We can see the intersection. Then I hear one of them saying, look at that old 90-year-old woman leaving the store, pulling that little cart full of groceries. And the, and. Other Jim goes, she looks like she's in her 90s, you know, and somebody's making her do her own groceries and then roll up the cart of groceries behind her. And they're talking about that. And then I, I hear this. I just hear the most uh, grizzled Jim go, oh, my God, they don't see her. And then I hear the other Jim go, they hit her. They just hit her. They didn't slow down. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? and I'm trying to get in the area where I'm supposed to be. I'm like, what is going on? And then I hear the other Jim go, maybe we can find the organs. Uh, and I'm thinking, is there some sort of accident with a piano track? What's going on? Yeah. So I get to the scene and they go, no, there was this large garbage truck was barreling down the road, and it was going like 55, 60 miles an hour because the speed limit's like about 45 or 50. Uh -huh. So he was going fast. This old woman just walked out in front of him. Uh -huh. They didn't see her. They hit her so hard that both Jim says all it looked like was a big puff of red mist all over the place. And they said uh -huh. they could not find any traces of the old woman. 
They looked, they were, they were scouring around trying to find any of her body parts. And they said, we, we can't find anything. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, that old woman lived her whole life, you know, struggling, you know, trying to raise a family. She's 90 some years old. And her last day on earth, she was hit by, by a, a giant garbage, garbage truck. It was, it was, that was, that was like gruesome just to hear over the radio and, you know, broke your heart for this old woman. Oh my gosh. Yes. And, and there was, there was just nothing left of her. There was just nothing. They said, it, they said they saw her and she just exploded and turned into mist. Oh man. Yes. Okay. We're, we are not going to listen or take any advice from this listener ever again because I'm getting all bummed out. <laughs> now, what, now uh, did, didn't you have some crazy something about it? Well, it's I'll tell you what it's. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of things that pop in my mind, but similar to this old lady, so it kind of ha- it kind of connects. So when I was in homicide, I had a uh, suicide, and when I got there. To the apartment, I walked in, and uh, the the victim was on her bed, and she had a hand handgun in her hand, and her head was completely gone. Oh my Jesus! And I got you know got over the initial shock of the scene, and then um, I just got to look, and I'm like, how did this handgun do this damage? Because it looked like a uh, looked like a shotgun blast. You know, that would have uh, taken her head off. And so, what? you know, I just, um, you know, I was just, I was pretty perplexed by it. I'm like, is this a staged thing? You know, but if somebody shot her with a shotgun, why would they put a handgun in her hand? You know, I don't know. It just, it just didn't look right. Um, but so, you know, we, we processed the scene. Um, you know, it was suspicious to me. Um but talk with the family, you know, that this lady was severely depressed. I think she had, she was an alcoholic, um, you know, had talked about suicide and this and that in the past. Um, but the next day at the autopsy, um, the uh, pathologist, who was a uh, very seasoned guy, and I really respected him. I mean, he was, he was a very good pathologist. You know, I, I just was talking. I was like, Doc. You know, how did, could a handgun do this? And he he was, you know, it's like, Andy, absolutely. He goes, this, you know, it has to do, and people don't, I didn't, I didn't realize this, but he explained to me, you know, a healthy person, their muscles and their, their skeletal system, you know, it's all about the integrity of that. And, you know, she was sick, she was an alcoholic, Probably, you know, what wasn't the healthiest person. And, um, you know, he said, yeah, the, the handgun did this. Um, and, and it was a suicide. Um, y- you know, and I think also what people don't realize, it's not, you know, because she had that gun up against her chin. So it's, uh, it's not just the bullet projectile that does the damage. But, you know, when a gun's that close... You know, those gases emitted when when a gun's fired, I mean, they can be as damaging as the as the projectile. 
you know, people don't realize, like a, uh, a gun that's shooting blanks, like on a movie set. Yes. You know, if you're too close to that when that gun's discharged, I mean, the, the gas coming out of that gun, that can kill you, too, you know. So it was just one of those things I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is, you know, a horrific, uh, the damage that was done by this handgun was, it was kind of unbelievable, you know. And you know what? In, in your mind, was you thinking, okay, this is staged, you're, you're kind of going towards somebody staged this yeah. in the corner. It was like, no, 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 this yeah. can happen. Exactly. Yeah, initially that, yeah, my first impression was that this cannot be right, but but it was. Um, and, you know, so how that kind of ties in, I think, to the old lady is, she, you know, she was old. Her yep. her muscles, her, her skeleton, her organs weren't real healthy, so trauma is going to, you know, make those tissues do something different than if she was a healthy young person. You know, exactly. So That's it's true. Very similar. So that, yeah, that just kind of made me think of that one. Um, yes. So, oh, God. I'm, yeah. Now that we've got this is the downer <laughs> of the down. <laughs> yeah. Episodes. Oh, man. But I mean, you know, this we're saying things how they are. You know, yeah, that, you know, that, you know, that's exactly what happened. So, you know what? Let's just cut this one. Boom. The person got what they wanted to hear, and uh, let's cut we'll, it, and then let's go have a good cry. Yeah, let's do that. All right, all right, everybody, come back, and uh, even though we're going to listen to your requests, we're probably going to say something funny next time. Yes. All right. See ya. Bye.